0: reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us, and do not subject us to the final test. And he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend, to whom he goes at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived at my house from a journey, and I have nothing to offer him. And he says in reply from within, Do not bother me, the door has already been locked, and my children and I are lying in bed. I cannot get up to give you anything. I tell you, if he does not get up to give the visitor the loaves because of their friendship, he will get up to give him whatever he needs because of his persistence. And I tell you, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives, and the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. What father among you would hand his son a snake when he asks for a fish, or hand him a scorpion when he asks for an egg? If you then, who are wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven Give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him. The Gospel of the Lord. When I was in the novition I had the opportunity along with 13 other Jesuits to go through the long 30-day version of the Ignatian spiritual exercises. It's 30 days Each day you have maybe four or five hours that you need to spend in prayer with a little bit of time before and after for journaling and for preparing for prayer. And then besides that, you eat meals, do some exercise, and find some way to spend the free time that's still left there. One of my friends who was doing the retreat with me decided that he was going to iron all of the sheets at the retreat center where we were staying as a favor, as an act of service, as a way of spending that time. So on the very first day of the retreat, he did a couple prayer periods, did some exercise, and then had some free time. So he went to the closet, grabbed some of the sheets, got out an ironing board, and started ironing wrinkles out of this very, very wrinkled sheet. And he spent 15 minutes just ironing and ironing and ironing, and the wrinkles were not coming out. So he just kept ironing and ironing and ironing and the wrinkles still were not coming out. He ironed for 45 minutes and then he picked up that sheet and he looked at it and it looked as far as he could tell, just as wrinkled as when he had started. And he had this deep sigh, which we all found about after the retreat, he let out this deep sigh and thought, my God, am I going to have to do this for 30 days thinking, is it going to be this unsuccessful, this ineffective, for 30 days? Well, he recognized something in that moment. That the sheet, the ironing, as good an activity as he thought it was, and as good an idea as it seemed to be, it was leading him towards sort of sadness and heaviness. And it wasn't actually helpful to his prayer or to the retreat. So he ended up dropping that activity. But that comes to mind today because I believe it's a good model or an image that we can use to think about prayer. Today, the disciples ask Jesus to teach them about prayer. And Jesus first shows them the Our Father and then makes two points. The first one is on persistence. He tells them about this man who goes to the friend in the night and asks for a favor. The friend doesn't do it until he's persistent. And then the friend gets up and gives him the bread, or at least Jesus says he would. He says this example because he invites us to do the same thing. Be persistent when we go to God with a request when we need something from God. Never lose hope in God. That's why that second example is so helpful. Because in the first one, Jesus says to be persistent, but then in the second little anecdote, he says, I promise you, That God the Father is good and will do good for you. If you ask him for a fish, if you ask him for an egg, he's not going to give you something rotten in return. He's going to give you something good. And the reason that Christ, I think, is so encouraging of the persistence is not only because he believes that God indeed will give us something good, but that maybe our prayer sometimes works like the ironing on the sheets. It's not so much that we're going to get the wrinkles out of something outside that God will change the world around us. But maybe all of that ironing that time spent in prayer does get some wrinkles out within our own heart or change something within us that helps us to realize that maybe we don't need to fix that sheet in order for us to be able to live with some peace or who knows, maybe something creative occurs to us, whatever it is, that action of ironing of being persistent with prayer is valuable. And we should ask for whatever it is we think we need. Whatever it is we think we need. God may not have that particular thing in store for us. He may end up giving us something different. But it will be good. And he wants us to start by asking for what we know and feel drawn towards. Christ is encouraging us. Never lose hope in prayer. Be persistent. Ask for what you need. I don't know what God will give you. But he's going to give you something good. And so God willing... We never lose hope in prayer and we can remain patient as we wait and as we work, trusting that God in his goodness will provide for us as we need. May it be so.